Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. I hope you're all finished with the October study and already plunging into November's study about escaping with the help of the faithful. I want us to notice particularly tonight the great blessing of being in congregations or churches. You know, God could have left us to our own individual devices as we seek out reconciliation with Him and eternity with God, but He put us in groups of people in the New Testament called the house of God, the kingdom of God, the body of Christ, the church of Christ. He put us in encouragement centers with other Christians who are trying to do the same thing that we're trying to do, who are after the same prize at the end for which we're striving. And He put us there so that we can encourage and edify one another. Hebrews 10, 25, 26. As I think about that, I am very grateful that He put me in a great and faithful family of God and the West in the West Huntsville Church of Christ. I'm thankful that there are great and godly elders to whom I can look. There are older women even than I who meet the qualifications of Titus chapter 2. It is very comforting to know that if I walk away from God and from His will, that there are faithful people who will be coming to get me. And as I struggle with discouragement or the burdens that come with sorrow or loneliness or heartache, or even as I struggle with temptation to sin, there are faithful people who are looking after me and holding me accountable. And that is the wonderful blessing that we're studying as we think about escaping with the help of the faithful in month three of the 2017 Digging Deep study. Wants to look specifically now at Genesis chapter 14, which was the first assignment of this month's study. And you'll remember in Genesis chapter 14 that Lot had cast his tent toward Sodom in chapter 13, and that four kings went up against five kings in the opening couple of verses of chapter 14. And in this battle, some men and women from Sodom were taken captive by some heathen kings, and Abram's nephew Lot and his family were among those who were taken captive. And so Abram took some of his servants and went down and did battle with these kings and conquered and brought Lot and his family back home. And then at the end of the chapter, you'll remember that the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Keterlaomer and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Sheva, which is the king's dale. And then Melchizedek, the king of 
Salem, the priest of the Most High God, came to Abraham and made some pronouncements about this battle that Abraham had just done. So in that context, we're going to take some spiritual truths from this military battle. We're going to take some truths about spiritual battle, and I hope we'll be the better for them. In Genesis 14, first of all, I want us to notice the reason Lot was in this predicament in the first place. The reason he was taken captive from Sodom, of course, is because in chapter 13, he had chosen to pitch his tent towards Sodom. And he did that based on material reasons, not spiritual reasons. He looked at the plain that was well watered, the one that was best for keeping sheep, and he was a sheep keeper. He was a, uh, a shepherd, a master shepherd. And he chose the valley that he thought would be best for him materially. And it turns out that it wasn't really a very good spiritual choice. But his predicament here was based on a wrong choice, a wrong priority. Secondly, he became involved, entangled in this battle as a captive because of choices that other people made, people whom he had become uh, cohorts with, contemporaries with there in Sodom, made some, some bad choices, and so he paid a price for the bad choices of other people. Sometimes both of these things are the case spiritually with us. We come into spiritual trouble, into temptation, sometimes even into captivity to sin, as Lot was captive to the kings on the bad side here. He, sometimes we become captive to the bad side, to the sinful side, to the devil, as it were, because of wrong priorities and then because of choices that are made even by other people around whom we've chosen to be. So these are just some observations that we can take spiritual lessons from as we're looking at Lot in this physical battle. But then the, the bulk of this podcast, I'd like to talk just for a minute about Abraham's rescue of Lot and some lessons we can learn from that. First of all, when Abraham went to rescue Lot as a captive, he did so with help from other people who were on the right side. We read in verse 14, when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Spiritually, we have some helpers in our own house, and we can enlist their help when we get into trouble or when we need to rescue another brother or sister who is in trouble. We don't have to do it all by ourselves because God has given us people in the house that we can call upon to help us. Faithful elders, godly older women, people who have been Christians for a long time, people who are praying for us, people who are more mature in the congregation than are we. We can go to all these people and we can say, help, we're in trouble or help sister so-and-so is in trouble let's go and rescue her so he enlisted help and then he realized 
when he was reminded by Melchizedek at the bottom of the chapter in verse 20 that God was the one who really did the delivering. We really can't do anything by ourselves, but we realize that God is the great deliverer, and so we go to his word for wisdom, and we go in prayer with supplication, and we say, Lord, here's a temptation. Here is a, a problem that's caused by sin. Here, my sister is in trouble because someone's trying to lead her astray. But we realize that God is the source of the great deliverance. As Melchizedek said it, Blessed be the Most High God, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him tithes of all. So we realize that God is the great deliverer and that no one can be saved by his own prowess, by her own prowess. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And then he was blessed by the priest of the Most High God. Verses 18 and 19, Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. We are blessed by the priest too. We are blessed by the high priest who is a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, as the Hebrews writer tells us. And then we find that Abraham was not in this for himself. Verses 22 and 23, Abram said to the king of Sodom, I've lift up my hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take a thread, even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. So the king of Sodom in verse 21 says, Give me the persons, and you keep the goods. You keep the plunder that you went down and got from Keterleomor. You you keep the plunder and just give me the people of Sodom back. And Abraham said, No, I'm not even going to take anything, not even down to a shoe latchet, because maybe one day you could say, I'm the one who made Abraham rich. I, Abraham wasn't in this for himself, for any glory for himself, or for any material gain for himself. And neither should we be in the cause of Christ for anything that is selfish. Now, I've, I've seen that happen. I've seen people who are running for office, mayor, for instance, come to worship services when it's election time, but not other other times and other seasons. I've seen uh, people who have admitted to me that they were baptized, immersed because they wanted to impress and be able to marry someone that, for whom they had a romantic inclination. I've, I've seen some selfish reasons for at least the outward uh, devotion that people wanted to profess. But Abram said here in verses 22 and 23, I, I'm not going to take anything right down to a shoe latchet because I belong to God and I am doing this, he's going to go on and say, for the glory of God only. Blessed be the Most High God, the words of, um, of Melchizedek which has delivered your enemies into your hand. The glory was for God. 
I just think it's very interesting here in chapter 14 that we have a man who needed rescuing because he had made some wrong choices. We are people and we know people who, and in fact, all of us at one time needed rescuing because we made wrong choices, because we were in the wrong camp and we were taken captive by sin. And then we have the rescuer who was working um, for the glory of God, as verse 20 says. And we find that the way he overcame the enemy was by enlisting help from, his, from the right house, by realizing that God was the one who was doing the delivering. And we find that he was enjoying the blessing of the priest, as are we that he was not in this for himself and that he wanted only to give God glory. So I love how that we can take this physical rescue of Abraham and make some spiritual applications that are true for us and that will always be true for us. Let's have a profitable month studying and enjoying the fact that we are not alone as we do battle with the devil, but that God has graciously put us in a camp of those who are praying, are working together for our common rescue. If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at 7 on Wednesday night. Dig a Bit is a production of Digging Deep in God's Word, a Bible study for women. For more information, visit thecolleyhouse.org.